Hey, this is Evan Black, pastor of Faith for Life Church, and this is our podcast. Thanks for joining us today. If you don't yet know Jesus, I'm so glad that you're listening, and I pray that this message empowers you to give your life to Christ. If you're just starting out on your journey with Jesus, I hope this empowers you to connect with Him. If you're strong in your connection to Christ, I believe this message will empower you to follow Him. So enjoy today's message. You know, this time, this season, um, one of the most important things for us as believers is to be able to see clearly. Maybe more than any time, at least since I've been alive, it's important for us to see clearly. <clears throat> you know, I, I, uh, I, as many of you all, if not all of you know, I had surgery really at the beginning of this quarantine and this pandemic, about a week and a half into it. And so because of that, uh, I was in surgery, and then I had a week in the hospital, and then several weeks of recovery. I, I missed out on the beginning of quarantine. Like when you guys really started um, creating the habits of staying six feet away and, and not touching things and, and staying at home. Like I missed all of that. I missed all of it. So once I started feeling better and getting back into the groove of things, then I started to like, okay, well, what's really going on with the coronavirus? Like, what's really happening? And, and I would read one article, and it would be like, it would make me think that this is going to wipe out the entire world. Like, we're all doomed. Like, it's just, it's over, <clears throat> right? And then I would read another article, and it would be like, this is a hoax, this is nothing worse than the flu. This is no big deal. Everybody's overreacting. It's a conspiracy. It's all these things. You watch one news channel, and it's like everybody is going to die. You watch the next news channel, and nobody's going to die. All these numbers are not even real. They're, they're saying that they're dying of corona, but actually it was something else. Are y'all, can y'all track with that? You, you know, you, you might read one article or follow somebody on social media or listen to one news station, and it's like we have the worst injustice problem in the history of the world. Our country is just full of injustices and racial injustices, but you might read another article or follow somebody else on social media or watch another news station, and they're like, no, all of that is a liberal ploy, to, that it's not real, and that's not really happening, and they're just highlighting the media's feeding you, and you're all being duped. Right now, more than ever, it's important for us to be able to see clearly because whatever we're looking at, we have an opportunity to, to be completely deceived. You know, both of these sides can't be right at the same time. <laughs> right? Like, 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 like you, these, are, these are so polar opposites of what we're able and have the opportunity to see right now that they both can't be true. It is vital for us as believers to be able to see clearly. And so... We need to go all the way back to, to the beginning, to the beginning when Adam and Eve are in the garden and God tells Adam, hey, you can eat of any tree in here. All of this is available to you. There's only one that you can't eat of, and that is the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. That is the tree that will give you eyesight into good and evil. Let, let me prove this to you because <clears throat> when you go through and read that, it says that Satan comes as a serpent to tempt Eve. And he comes and he asks him, you know, did God really say that you can't eat of that tree? He says, you won't die if you eat of that tree. Like God said, what will happen is your eyes will be opened and you'll be like God. You'll be able to see good and evil. 
And then the Bible tells us in Genesis 3 that she actually looks at it and she sees that it's good. And it's a delight to her eyes. And she eats it. And then she gives it to Adam and he eats it. And the problem with this is two things. Number one, it was sin because God told them not to, plain and simple. It's straightforward. God said don't, they did, that's sin. But secondarily, and maybe a level deeper, God did not design us to see on our own. He he didn't put it in us to be able to determine from ourselves good and evil, right and wrong, the direction that we should go. He is the one who knows the end from the beginning, not me, not you. It's why in Proverbs it tells us that we shouldn't lean unto our own understanding but acknowledge God in all of our ways and he will direct our paths. It's why we're not to live by bread alone but by every word of God. It's why we are to live by faith and not by sight. So once Adam and Eve took and they sinned and they ate of that particular tree, their eyes were opened, but their eyes were opened to their own perspective, their limited perspective. Their eyes were no longer open to God's unlimited perspective. They lost their eyesight. They lost their perspective, even though it seemed as though they gained eyesight and they gained perspective. But what they gained was very natural, but what they needed and what we need is very spiritual. And ever since then, we have all, as believers, been striving, whether we realize it or not, to get our eyesight back, to be able to see again. So in Mark chapter 8 is where I want to read today. I'm going to begin in verse 22, Mark chapter 8. It says, and they came to Bethsaida, and some people brought to him, him being Jesus, a blind man, and begged him to touch him. Now, I love this, because it says some people brought this blind man to Jesus. This reminds me of the guy who was paralyzed and his four friends bring him to Jesus and the the place is full. And so they tear the roof off and they lower him down. Like, Like these people bring this blind man to Jesus because number one, he was blind. So he wouldn't be able to get to Jesus on his own. And so he needed some people. And man, these are good people. Right? These are not people that are saying, just live with it, you're blind, you know, just deal with it, suck it up. You know, these aren't people that are like, hey, there's this new natural remedy that'll that'll cure your blindness. Hey, here's this technique that'll help you see. They're like, nope, we need to get you to Jesus. Man, these are some good people. I, I think we all need some people like these people. You know what else? We all need to be people like these people. We all need to be the people that if somebody comes to us and they have an ailment, they have an issue in their lives that we're like, you know what, I don't have the answer, let me take you to Jesus. Instead of acting like we always have the answer. You know, part of the reason that we can't see clearly right now is because everybody acts like they have the answer. Everybody thinks that they know this news station, this article, this side is right, or this one is right, or that everybody thinks that they have the clearest sight of anybody else around. As opposed to, you know what? Here's the issue. Here's the pandemic. Here's the problem. I need to go to Jesus, but I need to take some other people with me to Jesus. I need to be someone who is taking others to Jesus. And these people, they not only take him to Jesus, but they beg Jesus to touch him. This is prayer. 
They're not just saying, hey, go find out what God says. Or they're not even just saying, hey, here's what God says. But they are begging Jesus on behalf of this blind man. They are going to Jesus on behalf of this blind man. The people who are on the opposite side of whichever side you're on, are you taking them to Jesus? Are you pointing them to Jesus? Are you reminding them or showing them what Jesus is saying? Are you praying for them? Are you begging Jesus to touch them on their behalf? Because I don't see a lot of that right now. I'm not experiencing a lot of that right now. And because of that, we're, we're speaking and we're seeing out of our own perspective and it's creating confusion. They bring this man who is blind to Jesus. And, and, and this man is going to show us three stages of sight that we all deal with today. This first one is he's blind. He cannot see. Now, in, in, in many times when we think about this, we think about either somebody who's physically blind and they, they literally cannot see anything. Or we think of people who are completely spiritually blind. Meaning, we would say it this way, that they're lost. They don't know Christ. They're not a Christian. And, and that is absolutely accurate. But you know, there's other ways that we can be blind. There's other times that we can be blind. Some of us, especially guys, we can be emotionally blind. Like, like we, our emotions, we just can't see it. So, some people, um, uh, you, you know, you, you could be blind uh, concerning finances. Like, like numbers just don't add up to you. Math doesn't work for you. You don't understand how you make this much, but there's none left at the end of the month. Like you're just blind to it. And as much as people explain it to you, as simple as other people think it is, you're, you're just blind to it. There's reasons that, that we're blind. You know, your childhood could be causing you to be blind, not being able to see what's actually going on or the situation in its totality. Maybe it's your experiences that are causing you to be blind. Because you've experienced these negative things, you can't see the positive of the situation. Maybe it's your fears that are making you blind. You're so afraid of what might happen that you can't see the blessing that's right in front of you. A lot of reasons that we can be blind. And here this man is, he's, he's naturally, he's physically blind. And these people, they take him to Jesus so that Jesus would touch him. In verse 23 it says, and he, Jesus took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the village. And when he had spit on his eyes and laid his hands on him, he asked him, do you see anything? <laughs> uh, Jesus spits on this man. Now, the good news of this is we know that Jesus only did what he saw the father do. So this is a method that Jesus used because God the Father was instructing him to do that. The good news of this is this isn't the only way we can be healed. Right? Like, it is, it is a very, very, very good thing that we don't have to get our healing only from a man or a woman spitting on us. Especially right now. <laughs> right? Like, like, how much faith does that take? You know, I'm thinking about this blind man. Here he is blind. And these people bring him to Jesus. And, and, and Jesus leads him out of the village where he was probably comfortable. And now he's in this, this weird place, this uneasy place. And all of a sudden, Jesus spits on him. <laughs> like, what? Jesus, I, I don't, I, like, 
No, no, what? No. How many of y'all would allow Jesus to spit on you? Oh, y'all, y'all. Oh, Lord, 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 forgive him. Forgive him, Lord. We're, we're going to talk about this. Y- y'all, man, that was good because we're about to see in the next verse. You know, we, some of us might raise our hand and say we'd let Jesus spit on us. But let's be real. Like, Jesus, are you sure? Can we have a conversation about this first? Like, I, I don't know. Like, are you positive? Like, I'm, I'm, if I know for sure, for sure that I won't be blind. I, you know what? I'd rather just be blind. Like, I'm figuring out how to be blind. I know how to be blind. I, I've worked all that. I just, I just eh, it's not that deep, Jesus. I'm all right. But, you know, sometimes it's messy for Christ to heal us. It's a process that can feel nasty going through that path of healing and wholeness. Here Jesus spits on this man, spit on his eyes, laid his hands on him and asked him, do you see anything? This morning, it's a question that we're all, we all need to answer. Do you see anything? Right now, do you see anything? Is there any area of your life that you've been blind? You, you couldn't see it. And here Jesus is going through this process and he's asking this blind man, do you see anything? Now, this blind man has an interesting um, dilemma right here because Jesus is actually going through the process that he sees from the Father to heal this man. And he's asking him, do you see anything? He's asking, did this work? This blind man is like, he's in an interesting spot because is he willing to tell Jesus that this didn't work? Like Jesus laid his hands on him. It wasn't some flawed man. It wasn't somebody who misses it. This was Jesus who was doing exactly what he was supposed to do, and this blind man didn't get exactly what he was supposed to get. And Jesus like, do you see anything? I wonder how many of us would say, yeah, Jesus, I'm good. I'm good. Y- y'all know this story? Let- let's keep reading because maybe you don't know the story. In verse 24, and he looked up and he said, I see people but they look like trees walking. He decides to be honest with Jesus. He says, yeah, Jesus, I'm better than I was. I'm no longer blind. I can see people, but they look like trees walking. Like, Jesus, it worked a little bit. I wonder how many of us would be honest with Jesus to say, Jesus, that didn't really work all the way. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm not blind. It's a miracle. I'm willing to settle and be satisfied for just good enough. So I'm going to tell you, no, 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 it's good. I'm good. I can see. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But this man is willing to be honest with Jesus to the point of saying, Jesus, yeah, it worked, but I don't see people as people. I see them as trees walking around. Meaning, I can see, but I can't see clearly. See, that first stage is we're blind. We can't see at all. But the second stage is we can see, but we see people as trees. We can't see clearly. Man, this is so, so relevant to where we are right now in our country. Are we seeing people as trees or are we seeing people as people? Are we looking at people and just seeing an object that's moving and walking and talking? And, or are we seeing people, God's creation, made in the image and likeness of him? 
Are, are we seeing people for who God has created them to be, or are we seeing them as objects that just roam the earth, that maybe are in our way or just around us or on our TVs or on the other side of our Zoom calls? Like, are we seeing people as people, or are we seeing them as trees? This blind man, he was, he was blind, and now all of a sudden, Jesus has spit on him and laid his hands on him, and he can see, but he can't see clearly. And man, I, I just think that there's so many of us that don't see clearly. Or, or maybe this is more accurate. There are certain areas of our lives, or maybe times in our lives, where we can't see clearly. I know that's the case for me. I was on a, a discipleship call yesterday, and um, one of the questions that we were talking about is, what are those tests or those things that you feel like you keep going through or have had to keep going through because you didn't pass the test the first time, that you still are going around and around with because you, you haven't done it God's way the first time? And, and this just reminds me that these are areas where we see, but we don't see clearly. And man, not seeing clearly sometimes can be just as dangerous, if not more dangerous, than being blind. Because at least when you're blind, you know you're blind. Like I know I don't know anything about how an airplane flies in the air or how a cruise ship goes on the water. Like I, 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 know, I know nothing about that. I, don't, I can't even wrap my mind around that. But I think I know a little bit about this other subject. And because I think I know it, but I don't see clearly like God sees it. I have a lot of confusion. I have a lot of frustration. It can lead to getting to a place where you're not just confused or frustrated, but you just kind of give up or you get angry. And those can often be more dangerous than even being blind. Here, this man was blind. Now he sees, but he sees people as trees. He doesn't see them clearly. And then in verse 25, it says, Then Jesus laid his hands on his eyes again, and he opened his eyes. His sight was restored, and he saw everything clearly. Now, man, this is so good. This is one of the most loving verses in the entire scripture. Because Jesus continues to pursue this man until he gets everything that God wanted him to have. He continues to pursue this man until he can see clearly. Uh, he continues to pursue this man until he is whole. And, and listen, the truth is Jesus continues to pursue us. Until we can see clearly, until we are whole. But what happens is so many of us, or so often, what we do is God does something. He brings us from blind to seeing unclearly, and we think that's good enough, and we're satisfied with that. And so when Jesus comes back to pursue us, to make us whole, we've moved on to another thing. And we're asking him for something else, or we're no longer there when he returns back. But Jesus will continually pursue us until we are made whole, until we are made righteous. This man's eyes, he was able to see clearly. So this is the third stage, the first stage being blind, the second stage being you can see, but it's unclear, this third stage being you can see clearly. And this is where it's not that you have everything figured out in a certain area or in a certain subject or in a certain circumstance, but it's that you are seeing clearly through God's word, through God's eyes, through God's heart. This is where Adam and Eve were. They, they could see things clearly because they had God's instruction. They had God's presence. They had God's heart. 
That's what we need to be able to see clearly. If you're blind or if you see unclearly, then you can look at this and you can see that there are, there are three things that this man did or happened to this man that we can move from being blind to seeing clearly. The first one is seeking Jesus. Now, just like this blind man, sometimes we need some people to help us with that. Because sometimes when you're blind, you don't know you're blind. Sometimes when you're blind, you think you see clearly. And so you need people in your lives that are like, hey, that is not the way God sees that. That is not God's word. That is not God's perspective. And you need somebody to take you to Jesus, even beg Jesus on your behalf so that you can see. But you got to seek Jesus. The second thing is you got to be honest with Jesus. So if somebody says, would you allow Jesus to spit on you and you just shoot your hand up without even thinking about it? Like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's be honest with Jesus. Now, some of you, I believe you. Others, I'm not so sure. At least that you would think about it, right? Like, like you got to be honest with Jesus and, and, and say, Jesus, you know what? If you got to spit on me, spit on me. If you got to remove this job, remove this job. If you got to, if, if you have to take me out of this situation, then take me out of this situation. But I want to see clearly. I want to see from your perspective. You got to be honest with him. And if it doesn't work the first time or the first prayer or the first day or the first week, you got to be honest with Jesus. And then the third thing is you got to allow Jesus to finish his work. You got to allow him to finish. So if it doesn't work at the beginning, you're, you're honest with him. You're still speaking by faith, but you're honest with him. But you continue to allow him to work on you until you move from blind to seeing unclearly to seeing clearly. Because if you'll do that, if you'll seek Jesus and you'll be honest with him and you'll allow him to finish the work that he started in you because he promises to finish everything that he starts then there will be a moment, there will be a time, there will be a season where your eyes will be opened and you will be able to see. It's just like the people who are spiritually lost, spiritually blind. The scripture says that they have scales over their eyes, that they're not able to see. But if we will seek Jesus and be honest with Jesus and allow Jesus to finish the work that he started in us, then he will remove those scales off of our eyes and help us to see the way that he sees because he's not the author of confusion. He, he, if you're confused, it's just because we're not seeing the way that Jesus sees. So I want to challenge all of us. Do you see anything? What do you see? How are you seeing it? Where, where is this coming from, these things that you're seeing? Because I'm telling you, if you keep watching certain news stations, reading certain articles, if we keep getting all of our wisdom and understanding from the world, then we're going to stay confused. We're going to stay frustrated. The scripture tells us over and over to get understanding, to get knowledge. But God also says that the wisdom of this world is foolishness. And those are not statements that are opposed to each other. God's desire is that we get wisdom and understanding from him. That we live by revelation. That yes, there are things that we can learn from this world, but those things are never to be exalted or lifted higher than God's perspective and what God teaches us in God's word. So do you see anything? Do you see anything? 
Do you see anything going on around you? Do you see anything in your finances? Do you see anything in your marriage? Do you see anything in your family? Are you blind? Are you seeing unclearly? Or are you seeing clearly? The goal is to see clearly. Let's seek Jesus this week to make sure that our perspective is his perspective. That we see clearly because we see from his word. We see from his voice. We see from his heart. Well, if you enjoyed today's podcast, there's a couple things I'd love for you to do. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. You can also invest in helping us empower others to follow Jesus by texting any dollar amount to 512-520-0185. Thanks again for joining us today on the Faith for Life podcast.